Welcome to Self-Worth Club, the podcast that empowers you to believe in yourself and your work. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, creative, or simply looking to cultivate greater self-worth, Self-Worth Club is for you. Join us each week as we empower you to believe in yourself and unlock your full potential. Hi, babes. I'm your host, Zoe, and I have something to talk to you about today that I am so excited. I was literally screaming on my Instagram story after I finished writing this script. It is so powerful, like absolutely life-changing once you get the hang of this. So this teaching comes from a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Highly, highly recommend that you grab a copy of this book. I'll be quoting and paraphrasing throughout this episode, basically giving you the gist of chapter one, which is the main idea for the book, and that is becoming more connected to our true self and the higher version that if you're here listening to my podcast today, I'm sure you've been searching for. So I want to kick it off with a quote from page 58 that says, The present moment is all you ever have. There is never a time when our life is not this moment. Is that not a fact? Like, it's actually so crazy to think about that quote. Stop and think about it for a second. Like, we all tend to get very caught up in replaying the past, worrying about what we could have said, should have said, could have done. And also worrying about the future and even just planning for it. Like that is most of the time that's what we're doing. We're either looking back or we're looking forward. Rarely are we ever right here in this moment. And that little voice inside your head, your little inner critic, just takes over and really doesn't shut up. Am I right? Like it's constantly going. And take this moment right now. Even the last minute that you have been listening to this podcast, can you truly say that you've been present? Just focusing on my words and what I have to teach you today. Or is your mind wandering? Have you been thinking about your to-do list, replaying conversation you had earlier today, hearing a siren from outside your house and wondering where it's heading, maybe even getting mental images of all of the what-if scenarios in your head? Our mind truly has a mind of its own. So from page 16, Toll says, the mind is a superb instrument if used rightly. Used wrongly, however, it becomes very destructive. And to put it more accurately, it is not so much that you use your mind wrongly, you usually don't use it at all. It uses you. You believe that you are your mind, and this is the delusion. The instrument has taken you over, end quote. And this question that he asks next is, I I want you to think about it. Can you be free of your mind whenever you want to? Have you found the off button? And your answer might be something like, you mean stop thinking altogether? Like, no, of course not. I can't do that except maybe for a minute or two, a moment or two. Well, 
then your mind is using you. You are unconsciously identified with it. So you don't even know that you're its slave. And as Toll puts it, it's almost as if you were possessed without knowing it. And so you take the possessing entity to be yourself. You think that that is you. And it's not. The moment you realize that you are not your mind, everything changes. The book refers to your mind as the thinker. And the moment you realize that you are not the thinker and you start to watch the thinker, a higher level of consciousness is activated within you. You then begin to realize that there is so much beyond this that thought is only a tiny aspect of your intelligence. Isn't that like actually so exciting to think about? You've barely scratched the surface. You'll also realize that all of the things that truly matter, beauty, love, creativity, joy, inner peace, they all arise from beyond, beyond the mind. You begin to awaken. And y'all, I'm telling you, my awareness of that little voice inside my head and the ability to start controlling it started a couple years ago after I read this book for the very first time. And going back through the highlighted bits to write this episode script for you, my mind was blown all over again. And I know I'm 100% going to be rereading it starting tonight. You gotta get it. The problem with our mind. The problem here that I want to talk about is that it can so easily take us over and take us out of the present moment. And while I might have been more aware and present in the moments after reading this and the months after reading this book, when it was very fresh in my mind, at some point, the thinker, my mind, slowly started to take over again. And although it's nowhere near what it used to be, and I am able to have more control over my thoughts, definitely, and how it affects my emotions and actions than I was before, I'm telling you, this is an area where there is always work to be done. And just like you have to continue to exercise your body to keep your gains, the same has to be done with your mind to stay conscious and present. Virtually everyone has a voice in their head, or voices. It's giving you continuous monologues and dialogues, narrating your entire life with positive and negative comments, with judgment of others or things, comparisons, complaining, likes, dislikes, and the list goes on. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And it's not even relevant half the time. Like, it's just so random. We're focused in the past, things we can't do anything about. Like, you'll be at the gym, listening to your bangers playlist, working out, and meanwhile, in your head, you're rehearsing this conversation that you've been planning to have with your partner, and you're literally getting mental images, you're going back and forth with scenarios, like, it's crazy. And it's also not uncommon 
for the little voice in your head to be your own worst enemy. Many people live with a bully in their head that constantly attacks, punishes, and belittles them. That is the most draining thing. Some speak to themselves in the first person and some in the second. And a lot of people even come to ask, why can't I shut you off? Have you ever asked that? Ever thought that? You're not alone. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be this way. So I'm going to give you the first step to freeing yourself from it right here, right now. And that is awareness. Start listening to the voice as often as you can and pay specific attention to any repetitive thoughts. This is called watching the thinker. While you're watching the thinker, it is super important not to pass judgment or criticize your thoughts those thoughts that your mind is coming up with. Because then that would mean that the same voice has come in again through the back door. You're simply a witness to the thoughts. And soon you'll realize there is a voice and I'm here listening to it, watching it. And your mind will be blown. (laughs) This is I am realization. This sense of your own presence is not a thought. It arises from beyond the mind. I'm going to give you a minute. Take a second and soak all of that in and maybe even replay the last 30 seconds. Okay, so let's dive a little bit deeper here. When you listen to a thought, you are aware not only of the thought, but also yourself as a witness to the thought. A new dimension of consciousness has come in. As you listen to the thought, you feel a conscious presence. This is your deeper self. I had to make sure my mic was on. (laughs) Um, This is your deeper self. And it is so cool to realize this. um, it is behind or underneath the thoughts. Because again, you are not your mind. And the thought then loses its power over you and quickly subsides because you're no longer energizing the mind through identifying with it. And this is the beginning of the end of your inner critic, of your mind's involuntary and compulsive thinking. We're going to get quiet. So with this, gaps of nothingness, of stillness, will start to appear. Just small moments to start off with. But the more you practice this awareness, the longer those moments of stillness and peace will get, allowing you to be fully present in your life. And this is where you will feel the most joy, the most gratitude for where you are now, no matter what the circumstances are. Another way to create this gap of stillness is to be extremely present and focused in the moment. And you can practice this by taking something that feels routine to you, where your mind tends to wander, 
and give it all of your undivided attention. So for example, like brushing your teeth. Instead of zoning out like we tend to do, going deep into our thoughts and letting our mind run through everything we need to do that day, worry about the time, the meeting that you have later, the fact that you didn't sleep well last night, you're going to instead focus on every little detail involved in the process of brushing your teeth and in what all of your senses are experiencing throughout that process. So now a task that was once just a means to an end becomes an end in itself. Very, very cool. And here's the last thing I want to leave you with to think on, because although this was short and sweet, it was a lot of information to process, and you've got some things to practice. When it comes to our minds, we have to be a net, not a scoop. And I say that again. When it comes to our minds, we have to be a net, not a scoop. Filtering through our thoughts and choosing what we keep not just taking it all in and letting it control us. This is super important because that little voice inside your head, it belongs to your conditioned mind. And it is the result of all of your past history as well as the collective mindset that you inherited growing up. So essentially, you're seeing and judging the present moment through the eyes of the past. So you aren't open-minded. You have a distorted view of what's happening. And it is our job to take control, to take responsibility, and to take action that will lead us to the versions of ourselves that we want to be. Whatever happened in your past, leave it there. You have a responsibility and the option to change now. Don't let that define you. And Sure as hell, don't use it as an excuse. We need to create the life that we dream of having while truly appreciating what we have now and finding joy here in this moment because it really is about the journey, not about the destination. You're always going to have somewhere you want to get to. What is life if you're not enjoying the process of that? If you're not enjoying the thousands of other days because you're just focused on that one out in the future. And that's a wrap. I love, love, love this topic. And I hope you did too. If you got anything helpful from listening to today's episode, please do me the biggest favor and review my podcast wherever you're listening and or take a screenshot, share it on your story, tag me, please. I started this because I want to give value to people and increase my impact. And you play a huge role in getting other people to find this podcast so I can impact them too. So I would appreciate it so much. And I love hearing your thoughts and seeing you share it. It truly makes me so happy. So happy you have no idea. So from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. And thank you in advance. And thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week. P.S. My Instagram for the pod is at underscore self-worth club.